Mr. Mthanga, thanks so much for speaking to us this morning. Uh, good morning, Sakina. Um, thank you very much for the invite. Yes, we we still have um, problems with placing learners, particularly in Fauteng, where initially before schools uh, opened, we had 16,000 learners who had not been placed. But when schools opened, there was an additional 3,000 that turned up without notice, and they also needed space which pushed the number to 19,000. And by the end of the first week, that number had been reduced to 16,000. And since then, the districts in Gauteng have been working systematically, but very slowly, because um, they have been looking for spaces to locate, uh, I mean, to allocate spaces to those learners that were yet to be given spaces. The reason for this is because schools were already full. So what the NEC said was that the, the ratio in a classroom per learners per teacher had to be increased to try and make space for those learners that could still be accommodating some schools. But there were also uh, mobile classes that were moved from areas with low demand to central Johannesburg and areas in that uh, region where the demand was very high for spaces. But there's also other areas in the Pretoria area East, where there's still learners that are yet to be placed. But every day the number reduces. The last time we heard it was 14,000 listeners still waiting to, uh, learners rather, still waiting to be placed in Gauteng. Uh, what is that number at the moment? Well, the number has, has reduced to under 10,000 now because every day they find a space for some and uh, they're also trying to procure uh, mobile classrooms just as temporary measure to accommodate those learners because we understand and we are concerned that learning and teaching is taking place. But as you know, the number would be even less if the 3,000 that arrived without notice had not happened. Uh, so we, we are facing that type of challenge. It's not necessarily parents who registered late. Some registered on time, but by the time they registered, schools were already closed. I mean, schools were already full, rather. So we are facing that situation where there's just a demand for, for, for spaces in our schools, particularly in the urban areas. We were in Limpopo yesterday. There again, uh, they were telling us that there's a, a huge demand for spaces, especially in the city, in Pulukwan, in the city, and uh, the province was facing a situation where they were now having to make plans to accommodate those learners, particularly grade R. So, you know, we are now beginning to see migration to urban areas where there's a huge demand for spaces which is uh, smaller than the, the, the supply that, that we have. So it means as a, as a sector we need to begin to think of a way of dealing with the challenges that we are facing now where people are moving to, to the urban areas. And um, I just want to move quickly to the issue of textbooks, Mr. Mthanga. Um, uh, we know uh, this one, you know, has a long history in South Africa, uh, not a great one. And this morning again on the front page of the Star, uh, there's a story about textbooks not being delivered. So what is the situation like regarding that across the country? It, it's, not, it's not textbooks not being delivered. It's directly linked to the issue we're talking about now. Because if you have learners that you didn't plan for, Clearly, they will not have learner-teacher support material because you didn't know about them. You didn't know that they were going to arrive in that school. You only supply for those that will be coming. Even if you had an extra delivery, it would be a smaller number just to cater for 
uh, an additional few. But what is happening now, you have double the number that you have provided for. And as a result, when learning and teaching starts, those that you have had to accommodate under emergency situations, they do not have the material that they need for them to, 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 to learn and teach. And that type of challenge happens in these same areas that you are talking about where there is a huge demand for spaces. Because that, that's how it happens. You first find space, you get them the space and, sit, uh, and the desk to, to sit on. Then the next thing is to try and find the books for them so, so they can learn. So it, it, uh, it's a whole process. It's not just one thing. That's why the provincial department insists that people need to apply on time so that they can have an indication of what to plan for and uh, what to do in case of emergency. So it's really for this purpose. Which is very different from what this article is saying at the moment. So are you saying that all children in, uh, I think this would be a D11 or D12 in Johannesburg, all the pupils there who are currently in class who have been placed have textbooks? Well, I, I wouldn't know, but the, the, the anticipation from our side is that the, the, the health and education department would have planned properly for all the learners that are coming to the schools because they do their admission even earlier than all the other provinces. So we believe that they would have made all the arrangements to ensure that all the learners that are placed have the material that they need. And I believe we are talking about learners that go to no fee-paying schools because those, those that go to fee-paying schools would already have their material. So it's, it's one of those situations that um, the, the department in Gauteng would have to, to deal with if that particular district doesn't have books and everyone else has books, then it means that uh, something strange has taken place which needs to be attended to. Uh, and I believe the district director would have to, to, to be held accountable as far as that is concerned.